I was amusing myself during the the intro. Um, I was having some computer issues, probably self-imposed, but got a a weird error that said uh, bad pool caller. And I don't know why, but my brain suddenly went (laughs) PC load letter, (laughs) which... I guess if you've never seen Office Space, that wouldn't make any sense. But I have, and it did, and it made me, it made me lull. So, what's lull? Like it sent you to sleep? Yes. Much like your jokes. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so there I was. So I came out <laughs> blasting. <laughs> It's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. A weird few weeks. It's been a weird few weeks. Yeah, that's probably true. Actually, the last couple years has been a little bit fucking weird for me. So I um, did something yesterday. I I had a doctor's appointment. I went to a... uh, I'm I'm making air quotes right now. I went to a men's health... Huh? You see him? I see him. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, went to a men's health clinic in the town I live in. Uh, they do uh, hormone therapy, testosterone replacement, shit like that. So I went down and did the blood work for that, which is something that I never, I was always kind of hesitant to do or even go get checked because it's, uh, and the guy even told me it, it's, it's a really cool clinic. I, I liked everybody there and they were very straightforward. And the one thing the guy said is, you know, man, look, if you, if you do this and you do it for, you know, a minute, eventually your body will stop producing testosterone uh, on its own, you know, assuming that I need testosterone replacement. And I was like, yeah, I know. So, you know, it's kind of one of the reasons that it's, I've uh, kind of stayed away from it, you know, but I appreciated that they were straight about that. And uh, they, uh, Basically, that I gave him my, my my levels from about a year and a half ago, and the guy's like, you know, that's not really bad. But he said um, there are a lot of there are other things in your blood. One of them was um, like a what was it? Sex SB. I don't fucking remember, but L-O-P, it actually sometimes why yeah, exactly. <laughs> sometimes why it's the sometimes why that gets you. Um, the other thing that I discovered while I was researching, because a guy gave me some info and I, I'll go back Monday and they'll talk about the blood work. Um, but I was, was researching because, <clears throat> and I, I told the guy, I said, you know, one of the reasons I never came in is because all of these TRT, <coughs> excuse me, all of these TRT ads, they're always about one thing and one thing only, right? Can you not get a boner anymore? are your boners soft and pointless? And I was like, well, I'm 48 years old and I have never in my life, I got into a fight with a guy once because he didn't believe me. I have never in my life not been able to get a boner when I wanted one, right? And, you know, like- Antidepressants have entered chat. So, you know, what's funny is that on all of the depression meds that I've been on, none of them have done that to me, but you know what they did do? Made you not come and keep the boner for five or six hours. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Which you're thinking sounds great until you and your partner are both dry and raw and you still want to and come. There's like smoke you've... and there's smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like taking there's two sticks enough. and rubbing them together. Yeah, it's oh, like man. a porcupine in the asshole, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. That'll tickle your prostate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst because the your brain chemistry is like there. And it wants to, but it can't. And I, I have, I have had some women tell me like, "Dude, stop! I'm sorry." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no! It's this. It's not your fault. This has nothing to do with you." Um, but yeah, so that's that's always been what what the goddamn antidepressants have done to me is just uh, whatever that that switch is can't fucking flip. So, um, welcome to my world. Is <laughs> that just you? Yeah. Um, Interesting. What so, if you have a brain chemistry issue? Well, I mean, we yeah. have a brain chemistry issue, but no, I, I just get caught up in what I'm doing. But the <laughs> but the ladies really don't appreciate it. Like after you're done, if you get like a handful of pine straw and you like throw it on their pussy and like. <laughs> I mean, hell, we did all this work. We might as well have some s'mores. Setting <laughs> 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 a romantic vibe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody loves a campfire. Some soft camp of firelight. <laughs> There's a new term as I was as I was looking up hormones and stuff, because again, as a guy, I mean, I know what testosterone is. I know what estrogen is. I've heard of some of the replacements. Uh, Anavar. Anavar is big in the in the female uh, bodybuilding world because it doesn't. Anavar doesn't actually. Um, it's not testosterone. It frees up a lot of of testosterone in the body. It like stops something from binding to it. And so I was like going down the rabbit hole as I do and. I think everyone should before they fuck around with their hormones, right? What did you order on Danazon? Um, nothing. I took Danazon off my phone. So, yeah. but there is a there's a term now. What is it? Assigned male at birth. So they're they're A M A B and A F A B. <laughs> Sorry, it's started to think about fucking around and find out. Um, <laughs> AFAB. Uh, so that's a that's a but, new term in the medical literature now. Better than AFib. Uh, or DFib. Or ACAB. ACAB. I know that popped in my head too when I was reading it. Um, assigned assigned cat at birth, I guess. Could do that. Um, but I just thought that a, was interesting. How about a PETA? A porcupine in the asshole. Porcupine in the asshole. Mm-hmm. I think that's we all know that's what, that's what PETA really means. Porcupine in the asshole. That'll butter your falafel. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh-huh. So yeah, so here, here soon, I may grow boobs or something. I have no idea. Said uh, I don't know if I'm going to do anything or not because it's pricey too. It's it's expensive as fuck. But um, well, if you grow boobs, can I play with them? Absolutely, you can. Okay, so, that's all I'm worried boobs. about. <laughs> I know, back when I was dealing with my hypothyroidism, it fucked all my other hormones up, and testosterone was one of them. I didn't know you had hypothyroidism. This is back when I weighed about 300 pounds. And yeah. It turns out okay. it kind of gets better if you lose about 70. Lose. But, yeah. But yeah, well, the, had the bi-weekly hor- or testosterone injections. Mm-hmm. And it 
pretty much didn't touch anything. Like, it didn't bring up my serum level at all. It made wow. me have some energy for two or three days, and yeah, that was it. Interesting. How what, What's your blood work look like now? Or have much you... better. It's uh, about average, normal for my age group. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of what my thought was, is uh, go a couple months. I mean, your body's not going to downregulate hormone production in a couple of months that that takes time i figure i'll go a couple of months and that's so it's the it's the fatigue that i'm trying to to battle right now i mean you guys know i've complained about it i come home and i feel like somebody hit me with a fucking valium dart in the back of the head you know that's kind of what started this and the whole mental health journey sure because fatigued and depressed and once i got my hormone levels back under control it's like Huh. still have no energy and all that fun stuff. Oh. <laughs> right. Exactly. On to the next doctor. Yay. Well, and that's kind of what I told the guy, right? I mean, all four of us have, have been troubleshooting for, you know, five, 10, 15 years, not, not the human body, but fuck, it's, it's kind of the same when it comes to troubleshooting, right? You get some, you get some data. Um, and that's kind of what I'm going to do. I did the mental health thing. I, I feel like I'm in a good place there. I mean, I have my days, um, the stellate ganglion block, was a fucking game changer. Even when I get stressed now or angry, it's just different. I can't explain it. Yeah. You it actually feels, go to concerts with me now. Right. It feels right. I mean, I was able, I, I went to a, I went to a comedy show with Doug shortly after it and, um, uh, was kind of blown away myself by my own ability to, to hang out, stand in line, go sit down, you know, and, and Doug had made some, uh, he had gotten seats to where I could be on an, on an aisle row. Cause he knows that I have trouble with crowds and I didn't even need it. I mean, I appreciated it because I still, blech, no one wants to sit in the middle of that. Right. Cause they, they crammed in about 800 more fucking chairs than they should have. But it, it was just interesting for me to be able to do that, to go to the concerts with Robbie. Like I, I used to have a hell of a time doing that. Um, but I mean, I still get stressed. I still get anxious, but it's just different. It's not overwhelming. So I, I feel like I got the mental health thing in a, in a I, I think I got it dialed in pretty well. So we're going to try this. And if that doesn't work, I think my next step is a, is probably a cardiologist um, to see, make sure I think we've talked about the heart murmurs lately. So my dog has a heart murmur and they're like, you know, American bullies are known for having them, but all the vets are like, go see a cardiologist. I'm like, bitch, I have a heart murmur and I've never even been to a cardiologist. Well, just yeah, use your Apple some... watch to monitor your oh. I, I do. And it seems to think I'm fine. So <laughs> Tim Cook says I'm fine. So for now, um, I think they're disabling that feature soon. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam said, just run on a, uh, run on a treadmill. And if I breathe heavy, I'm fat and I owe him $10,000 for diagnostics. So yeah, you're, dude. God, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I'll, I'll tell you the same thing for half price. Oh, hey, all right. And do I hear a quarter, 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 quarter? I won't even make you run on a treadmill. You're fat. <laughs> Just tell me what. You're fat. <laughs> Buy me a sandwich. <laughs> I won't make you go on a treadmill. I'll just drag you on some bikes, I know. <laughs> Jesus, dude. And you know, that's the funny thing is that I can go up a flight of stairs and feel like I'm going to die, but then I can go hike or go, go do a five-mile walk with the dog, and I feel fine. So it's, uh, but, but I have read some stuff about, I think I've like, said it before that five minutes on the treadmill or elliptical is torture, but I yeah. can spend five hours hiking and it's nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I've read that that could, that believe it or not, that can actually be a, a heart issue as well. It's the something about going from zero to like doing something in your heart's inability to like keep up or something. I, I don't know. I mean, one of the things that the internet has, <laughs> and I just thought of Doug and smelling toast. Um, the, the one thing that the internet has definitely done is it's probably created more hypochondriacs than it's, then it's solved or whatever, right? No, just do your own research, man. <laughs> do your own research, right? There's, uh, yeah, I know exactly space. what the problem is. Let me whip out this scalpel and do some self surgery. <laughs> right, exactly. Ah, oh, it's just this pesky tumor in my brain. Yeah, so, a little nip here, a little tuck there. Good to right, go. Right? I do think, though, and it's just like with the whole, um, you know, endocrine, the, the testosterone thing. I do think it's important, like I watched a couple of YouTube videos of a couple of doctors that that's what they do for a living. They have like TRT clinics and they talk about it and they're, it was, it was pretty cool. You know, I, I think it's important to be able to, to read up enough to ask questions. You know, I knew that, uh, when, uh, Adam was in the thick of all the issues he was having there, he was doing his research, not, not to like say, Hey, this is what it is, or this is what it isn't. But it does help to just be able to ask questions, you know, and say, okay, well, I read about this thing and it, you know, blocks testosterone absorption, but, you know, because if not, we've all had doctors that turned out to be bullshit, right? You know, like show of hands. <laughs> how many, how many people here have had Dr. a doctor? Oz? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The, the secret they don't want you to know about these coffee beans. Yeah. I mean, there's so much out there. We've all, I mean, all of but us have probably been pumped full of fucking antibiotics. The part is, is how confident they are in <laughs> fucking wrong answers. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll go to one doctor and one doctor will say, oh God, it's definitely this thing. Mm -hmm. You should go see this specialist. And mm -hmm. the first thing out of that specialist's mouth is, that quack doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> I wonder what uh, I wonder what specialist Bo Jackson went to when he had his uh, year long bout of hiccups. Because <laughs> supposedly he went to uh, he was suggested to go smell the ass of a porcupine. The ass. Oh of yeah, porcupine? like the homeopathic remedy. Yeah, thing. yeah. I was reading about that too. I'm surprised it wasn't a beaver. <laughs> I'm sure that man smelled plenty of beaver in his day. Well, why not both? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's weird both? because like beavers got a gland in their ass or something that mm -hmm. vanilla that, uh, nuts, raspberries or some weird oh, shit vanilla. like that. Oh, the old ass gland. The old ass gland. I think, I think I'm the one was... with the most experience in this call, so I'll let you guys know that it does smell like uh, raspberries. It smells like raspberries. Yeah, I've been yeah. spelunking a few times. Beta, uh castorium is what you're thinking of. And I want to say at one time, imitation vanilla was made with uh castor or a like a byproduct of castorium, which does come from a uh beaver's butt gland. Oh wait, yeah, hold don't on. Look, uh, don't look don't look up what a red dye is made from. Oh no, you know what? Doug is also right. Uh but it is his but it is true that artificial raspberry flavoring comes from castorium, which is expressed from the anal glands of beavers. 
So yeah, vanilla and raspberry. That's a that's a tasty asshole right there. Well, you know, maybe you just get your own home beaver. Yeah. And then like, you know, when you want to do like the Emerald Agassi bam thing, you just hold your beaver up, squeeze mm-hmm. its ass. Mm-hmm. Just hold your beaver up. Hold your beaver <laughs> exactly. up. You hold just, your beaver up. You just hold your beaver. That's right. Just squeeze it its like ass. That's right. Yeah. You squeeze your beaver's ass. Squeeze your squeeze your beaver, yeah. and then mm-hmm. uh, you know you get vanilla and raspberry. <laughs> Apparently so. Where is yeah, this mark? <laughs> like I said, I mean that's uh, that's that's a that's a tasty ass, man. You can get vanilla and raspberry vanilla is kind of one of my favorites. So I mean, and I've uh, well, I, do you I, think I, beavers sure just beavers. sit around eating each other's ass all day long? I mean, I'd eat ass if it tasted like vanilla raspberries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that is that is not the berry that uh, usually comes to mind when I get near an asshole. Yeah. So definitely gone through. (laughs) Definitely gone through some dingleberry fields in my day. Like, come on, man. If you know, if you know you're going to get laid. If, you, if, if you're even going out on a date and you don't expect to get laid, like clean up, you know, because shit happens about sometimes. I just practice basic hygiene. And <laughs> even if you're not going on a date, even if you know you're not going to get fucked later. Just just yeah, clean you, the dingleberries. Wash your ass. You know, right? Why don't we bathe every day? <laughs> it's not fucking difficult. Just wash your goddamn ass. It's not gay if you touch your butthole. It's especially well, with soap. I think yeah, I think it's only gay if you touch someone else's butthole with soap. I think the best way is to shove the bar of soap up your ass and push and it back out. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're bending over to grab the soap. That's what they mean touch. by washing your sins away. <laughs> <laughs> At least the Catholics, I think. I don't know. Putting an entire bar of soap up your asshole? Jesus Christ. You could probably do Sideways it. Sideways or lengthwise? I'd say lengthwise. Like I get ways. uncomfortable when I got a, when I've eaten a lot of fiber. You know, well, I, gotta, I mean it's self lubricating. So, well, no, that the is question true. is: is true. Have either of you ever, when you were a young child, played with one of those play doh machines oh God, where, where you put the going? different things in front of it? I just wonder, mm-hmm. like, if you shoved you do that with your a bar or... of soap in your oh. ass, if you would be shitting chocolate bars after if you that. Could... If you could push out like stars, like little chocolate and bricks, green diamonds, <laughs> blue diamonds, green. What if you got one of those little, uh, one of those little mold things for like a pastry bag? They use the icing in. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Speaking of that. which, isn't it like Corner wombats? The on this idea. <laughs> isn't it wombats that have square turds? Yeah, uh, I think it's wombats. Yeah, yeah. Let's look. That so up. you would have a wombat asshole. No, it's just shit bricks. Yep, it is the it is the wombat. I love how Doug is just a. Um, I'm an expert on shit. Yeah, Doug, Doug's got Doug's got info on just all kinds of. Dumb he knows shit, man. Stuff. He knows shit. He does. Yeah. How do wombats poop cubes? <laughs> Very carefully. I mean, you know, you would think. Oh, there's so much in the world we don't understand. Some of us understand more than others. Well, that's the 
God's Every honest. time I go to Walmart, it's a good refresher on that Jesus. life lesson. <laughs> I won't go to Walmart. I refuse. Just I just can't. Well, that's all there was rare. back home. So that's what no, I, I get go when I was back home. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And I think like Doug goes there for insulin. Don't you, Doug? No, I go to Sam's for insulin now because uh, Walmart and Sam's effectively have the same pharmacy with the same policy and the same sure. prices. Gotcha. So one stop uh, Weirdly shop. enough, though, one thing that Sam's has that Walmart doesn't have is Sam's actually has members mark brand insulin needles. Oh, so wow. they're fucking cheaper than the El Cheapo needles that you can buy at uh, fucking Walmart when they actually have them. Yeah, yeah, you just, just got to anybody... buy 5,000 at a time, right? <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much you buy a box at a time, but a whole goddamn box uh, that I think has 100 needles in it, I think it's like $13, if I remember right. Uh, so well, you can save even more. <laughs> uh, yeah, go behind any uh, safe What are your, what are your thoughts Denver? on Capri Sun? Well, you know, I'm not trying to give my dog any weird diseases from some dirty hobo. That's all I'm saying. And if anybody uh, just, doesn't just know, my dog is diabetic. I'm not. Use the straw. Jesus. No. It's a nice thin we'd, needle. We'd, oh, find, yeah. we'd find Doug dead and shadow in the corner chewing on a bone. <laughs> Try it again, asshole. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting. I was looking up, um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of uh, Cost Plus Drug Company. It's the one that Mark Cuban started uh, back some time ago. And they don't even have insulin on here. That's kind of kind of curious. You know so, what I was reading is that he's not even from Cuba. Like, uh, what a fraudster. What well, a, what I mean, a, yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to trust. What a sham. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe anything that he's doing. Uh-huh. Well, some... I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on around insulin and basically at Walmart nationwide and Sam's nationwide, you can buy insulin for cost. And I think there's some other people that are doing some discounts now, mm-hmm. but if I understand it right, they got a little closer into it and cut out all the middleman bullshit that they could. I'm not sure if they're making it on their own or they're Sort of like sourcing through, you know, some contractor or what, but it's like Mm -hmm. all the uh, insulin there is branded Novolin, but Mm -hmm. I I I think they're heavily involved with that, which is how they're doing it at such such a steep discount. Well, those bottles of insulin, you know, a a full vial is twenty four dollars and eighty eight cents. And you know. I'm all about drug companies making a profit. Like I get it. You got to make a, you got to make a profit to survive. Right. I get that. But I, I, I think there's there, a, there's there a, there's is a, there's such a limit a thing there, as, man. Yeah. It's called profiteering. Yeah. I think it's, there's, there's something, something about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you, you got a lot of uh, Martin Screlly's out there. Right. And they're just, seeing how far they can push it and get away with it. Yeah. Well, it's like when they came out with the drug that was supposed to cure hepatitis C, which, you know, eventually leads to a liver transplant. What they did is they looked at the full 
uncovered cost of a liver transplant, cut that into half, and wow. decided that's what a course of that drug should cost you. Jesus Christ. And that, you know, and I know from, I get, I'll call it insider experience because I've known people that work for, for pharmaceutical or with pharmaceutical companies. And I know that for every drug that goes to market, there's like a hundred that don't, you know, that just fizzle out for whatever reason and that they've got to be able to pay for that too. But you got to look at their profits, right? And when I see a pharma company with profits of billions and billions and billions of dollars, I'm like, listen, you covered your, you covered your losses, y'all. <laughs> you've, you've covered your losses in spades. So I, I don't feel bad for you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of capitalism. I think capitalism is why people do things, good old fashioned greed. But yeah, profiteering is fucking ridiculous. Um, well, when you're publicly traded, man, the only thing you can you can worry about is how much profit you make. Yep. That's so if you go back, that actually started, it was uh Henry Ford and something about the Dodge brothers, like from the you know, Dodge trucks. Um, and I don't remember the full story of how they were intertwined, but at one point the Dodge brothers sued Henry Ford and the courts agreed with the Dodge brothers and it was, and that's basically set in motion. Now the, the fact that, <coughs> excuse me, right. When you're, when you have shareholders that your responsibility is to making them money at all cost, that is your responsibility. Legally, that is your responsibility. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Ford like did something for the, the workers. he like put some money back in the workers or something and Dodge came in and said, no, fuck that. And yeah, they sued him and won. So I don't, it's a fun thing you can go look up. Right. But so when people, uh, you know, there's been a lot of tech layoffs, right? Microsoft just dropped, uh, uh, Act Activision or Blizzard. They just dropped a bunch of, of jobs and you've seen Google and Facebook and all these people. And you read some of the, the comments that people leave about, oh, I can't believe they did this. And, and it is shitty. I mean, I hate it. It could be me one day, right? I mean, but they're the companies are there to pay the the investors, not not to take care of the of the employee. Yeah, companies exist to make money, <laughs> right? Right. I and I'm shocked. not. And I'm not. I'm not excusing some of the shitty behavior that companies make. That's not what I'm saying. It, what I'm saying is is right to Robbie's point. Don't be shocked by it. Like, don't be like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened to me or what. Because it can happen to anybody, you know. It's yeah. just the world we live in nowadays. I fucking hate it's, it, but it's the world we live in. Well, it's it's going to come up to a weird crossroads soon. Um, because you have companies who have the profit motive, but you also have its relative effect on the economy. Now... Mm -hmm. With the emergence of AI, there's going to be a whole hell of a lot of white collar jobs that start disappearing. And not too far behind that, because I've seen various things where they turn around and they integrate a, uh, you know, some sort of robot, you know, some kind of glorified Boston Dynamics thing. And what they do is they turn around and tie that into an AI to where 
somebody walks up to this robot and says, you know, it was literally in the clip. It says, this place is a mess. Clean it up. So the robot just, you know, with no prior instructions, no do exactly this, put this exactly here. The AI was fed that series of words, interpreted it, then spit back out the actions that it wanted it to take to the robot. And then the robot cleaned up the fucking place and put everything in the trash in the whole nine yards. So what we're going to wind up with is corporations having a profit motive saying we need to eliminate all of these jobs. But the thing that Henry Ford knew, I mean, because I mean, even though there's some questionable ethics there in the whole nine yards, he wanted to do two things. He wanted to have the Model T priced where everybody could afford to buy one, and he wanted to make sure his workers were making enough to where they could afford one because he saw that as paying his workers well, some of that money coming back to him. So you're going to wind up Mm. with this weird sort of balancing act that the economy is going to have to do once AI starts taking those jobs. Yeah, because there's, I mean, if you... If you replace everyone's jobs with AI, scripting, robots, whatever, automation, right? We'll just call it automation. Then exactly where, who's spending money at that point? I mean, the rich can UBI. continue to be richer, but who's going who's gonna to spend the money? Yeah, UBI is going to have to come along at that point. And I think, at this, I think it's inevitable now because like the legislation's already missed the fucking train on the AI thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're, they're talking about it and you can see the caboose of AI just going down the road. Like, oh. Yeah. It's like, it's the Pandora's box is already open. You can't close it now. I Absolutely. mean, if we, they're, if we, they're so old, they probably didn't even see the train. Yeah. That could be too. <laughs> right. But if we legislate it in the U S China is just going to keep using it and pass us. So we kind of exactly. have to embrace it now. Exactly. And, and I have no issues with it. And there's, there's the argument that, you know, the tractor replaced the, the oxen and the plow and that replaced people out in the field with tools and et cetera. And I get that argument to some degree, right? I mean, learn AI, learn scripting, learn automation. I'm, I'm working on that as we speak, but not everyone can do that. Um, You know, I know. (laughs) And I mean, and I, you know, Doug's, Doug's, um, Doug's paradise would be where every fast food chain has automatic, burger dispensers right oh god yes <laughs> and that's uh and that's coming um i was, where was well I it's kind of the only thing that it can fuck up is the delivery system getting it to you if you right. told the motherfucker no onions it's not gonna have any onions on it you're you well, know, I, and and you're gonna get it and it's not one of those things where there's uh, you know, like one person that showed up that day, you know, like that was happening mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were multiple people that went to some fast food place during the pandemic and you were like wanting a thing. The line wrapped around the building. Yeah. You're like, fuck <clears throat> it. You know, I don't have anything else to do. Might as well. And you get in that line, you're in that line for 45 minutes. You get all the way to the window and you found out that there was one motherfucker in the store mm-hmm. running the register, the grill, all the <laughs> bullshit at the same fucking time. 
and they're just as apologetic as they can be. And then, you know, and it's, I get the frustration. I get that you would want to yell and scream and everything else, but that person was already doing everything they fucking could for you, you know? So I get it. Well, and there's, there are those people out there that would say, Oh, well, you got to employ these people. You know, you, you can't do that because you got to employ these people. No, you don't. It's not. And again, it's not a company's responsibility. That's, that's what's sometimes known as corporate welfare. I'm not going to, I'm not going to employ a team of people to do something when they do it less efficiently uh, for more money. Why would I do that? There was a pizza shop up in, I want to say New Jersey. And this guy had installed one of the first, there's a company out there making these like pizza robot for lack of a better term. Yeah. I think they were sort of utilitarian and he just bought all of the, you know, he, you, I think you buy a unit and then you decide the guts that you want to put in it. And like, well, you set up like five machines to, do and finish a pizza from beginning to end. All he had yeah, to do. you lease them actually, which is kind of right. fucking weird. And then you have to buy your ingredients from them because it has to be in a certain cute, you know, it has to be in a certain shape certain, and a certain size right. to get through the hoppers and all that. That, that would be the only thing that could be a problem because if the company doesn't maintain high quality ingredients, right. But it was funny. They were, um, they were taking these pizzas places and asking people to try them. And this is Jersey, right? Up near New York. And uh, people are like, that's a good fucking pizza, you know? Uh, but it took one one or two people to run this entire store now, right? Because you had somebody taking orders. And then you had a guy that would load the stuff into the, uh, into the pizza. I can't remember if the dough, I can't remember the dough, if, if, if they had to spin that and like stretch that out. But everything else, it went out on this platter. It would spin and the sauce would hit. Exactly. And the thing is with food and, and I, I was in, I've been in the food, was in the food industry for a long, long time. And I think anybody who's ever eaten at a restaurant, this is important to them. Consistency, right? You want, if you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, I like their garlic mashed potatoes because it tastes like they put some angel titty in it. And then you go and you get the mashed potatoes and they're a little off you're disappointed. Like you're terribly disappointed. Cause like you went there and you're like, man, I really want some of those garlic mashed potatoes. Or either that they, you know, they taste like they're supposed to with the addition of something extra that spoils it. Like, <laughs> right. you know, somebody right. made mashed potatoes, but they didn't finish rinsing out the bowl before they did. Go. And now it's got a little soap on the back end there you of go. your garlic mashed potatoes. Right? And the thing is, as a robot, you tell it to do the thing and it does the thing and it does it very, very consistently. Um, I've always said just, just in my, my work style, um, I, I pull for consistency and it's, I always say, if I want a Coke, I want a Coke. If I go grab a bottle of Coke and it tastes like Mountain Dew, I'm going to be terribly fucking disappointed. And if you keep that in mind with business, that's what we're all, that's what everyone looks for is consistency. If you buy a certain brand of car, it's because there's a consistency there that you like. It's a, a food, a drink, a, a type of music you listen to. We like consistency. We like knowing that we're going to get what we went in to get. So if a, if a McDonald's goes fucking auto, right. And there's little conveyor belts and I know that it's going to drop right. Three ounces of fucking mustard, which would be a lot of mustard actually. Um, on every burger, that motherfucking burger is going to taste the same every time I go to that restaurant. 
Because like Doug said, you're not going to have a guy who had a bad day and didn't wash his hands before you touch the onions or, you know, or whatever. started talking right. to somebody and lifted right. on for <laughs> right. three for minutes longer than they were supposed to. Exactly. Guys, guys I think what, what we're forgetting is that white women are going to be disenfranchised because there's going to be nobody to scream at now when there's... Yeah, you're going to need a Karen bot. Or, yeah, or, but who are they going to complain to? Like when it goes full auto or you go in and you touch a screen and the mm-hmm. robot makes it and spits it out on top of you. Just, so you <laughs> but, need an AI. You need an AI that they can walk up to and, and scream at, right? And it would just be an AI generated person. It would take their input and, you know, come out it with would the say, yes, output. yes, you're right. You're exactly. Right. Absolutely. Man, I'm <laughs> no matter what they say. Right. Yes, Karen, I'm transferring you to the Karen retention department. The Please best part would be some of the weird fucked up shit it would say in, in response. Because if you've ever played with like chat GTP or any AI, some, yeah, sometimes they're a little off, you know, sometimes I'm, they're a little off. That's all I'll say. I'm just wondering what's going to happen in a world where executives are trying to pull some doublespeak shit and, you know, to where they're simultaneously trying to walk more than one line or some other kind of such bullcrap. I think that's where they get into politics. Yeah, no shit. Well, it's, well, the thing is, if you're doing that to a person, you know, a person will more or less, okay, I'm in this shitty scenario. I'll have to accept that and try to figure out some half-ass way to sort of kind of halfway give them what they want. Meanwhile, if you've got somebody that's doing that stuff, with some sort of artificial intelligence, it may tell them, oh, I can't do that. You can go get fucked. It, it would just be because just, you know, I mean, like there's the a logic tree side. there, right? Yeah, there's a right. logic tree and it's going to get to the end of that logic tree and go, no. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, the, the, the best uh, example that I've got, there was some, uh, there was a story during the pandemic. It was around like 2022 or some shit where uh, there was a, a lady at a Starbucks or maybe some sort of fast food restaurant or whatever else. And, uh, you know, they, they were like getting ready to close or whatever else. And she did her best impression of a robotic boy voice doing a message, you know, <laughs> like an automated message that they were closed. And, you know, this person had been, you know, kind of a little crazy up to that point, but it's like when that, when what she thought was an automated message played, then the customer that was in the drive-thru pulled off because they weren't going to argue with the machine because they knew where that would get them. And I'm just wondering in this bullshit double speak corporate America spin world where, you know, uh, words mean nothing anymore. Um, that how that is going to go up against that corporate philosophy. I'm I'm just curious. I, I, I'm yeah waiting to see what to happens. See. Yeah, because again, like you said, you I mean, we call it AI. You know, they call it artificial intelligence, and I kind of grin at that for a couple of reasons. Number one, there's no such thing as artificial intelligence. Either there is. Either there's intelligence or there's not, right? Artificial is, I think well, that's not a, a lot of people to, that pretend to be smart. 
Yeah, I've met some okay. artificial right. intelligent right. folks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. So we, we need to redefine AI as being dumbasses. Um, and I think it's really all just algorithms and logic trees, you know. And, and everyday life is a logic tree. I mean, we make we make decisions based on the information we have in front of us. And I, I think that are I you think familiar that, with the singularity? Yes. Yes. And, and there Bring is, it. There, <laughs> there is that, there is that potential. Doug, feel free to explain to the folks in Guantanamo Bay, uh, what the singularity is. All right. I'm going to do something really unusual. I'm actually going to give the short version. <laughs> Three hours later. It is defined as the point where artificial intelligence is smarter than humans collectively. And I think that, and, and again, you get into what is intelligence, what is smart, right? You could sit and, I guess that's the philosophy, right? You could sit and debate that forever. I already think that we are, I think we are creeping up on that very, very quickly, right? Um, I say 2033 at the latest. 2033, I, I'm, I, 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 I'll say, I at say at the latest. Yeah, that's why I'm saying at the latest. I'm yeah. betting sometime around 2027, 2028. Yeah. It just sort of at the rate that we're going because... Uh, you know, it's kind of an exponential curve. You know, once you start, it goes really slow. And then you use machines to build better machines, to build better mm -hmm. machines, to build better machines. And, and we're, and we're seeing that for those that don't do any coding, my, the, my, my level of coding is very, very low. Like I can, Hello I can world. Yeah. Right. I can do a little bit of coding. Um, but we have a friend collectively who is very good with Python. Uh, which is a, a coding language. And he recently was playing around with one of the AIs and dumped some commands into it, asking it to asking it to build him a Python script that would do something for him. Two milliseconds later, he had the code that he needed and he said it was very intelligent. It was very well written, uh, very efficient and clean. And he said, this is scary. Like, and when he, well, that's told us that. And mm -hmm. it works the first time. Right. You know, right. <laughs> right. There's no, there's no debugging involved. To give so you an idea of how, uh, how far it's spread at work. My favorite conference call last year was somebody that forgot to mute and they were asking chat GPT, how do I do X, Y, Z? You just hear it reading off in the background. Like, hey, hey, mute your phone, buddy. Mute your yeah, phone. Yeah, that's, there's, uh, there were some, ask, ask those Samsung engineers how that worked out, how that worked out for them. About as well um, as our employer did because that's so. why they blocked it somebody was posting proprietary information into a web-based GUI that was public. That's yeah. That's what Samsung did. They, um, they, uh, they got fired. A lot of people got fired doing that. People don't realize that all that found out. Yeah. People don't realize that all that information is, is for public consumption or can be 
pulled down for public consumption. So right, because I mean, what'll wind up happening eventually is, um, you know, AI. Well, I mean, Microsoft's sort of doing it already. I think there's like an add-on for 365 to where you can incorporate AI into it for like a certain fee per month. I think it's like 20 bucks or some shit. But um, that you can have your own access to an AI that's yours, unlike, you know, chat GPT. So businesses are going to start doing it with that same suite of stuff to where when they want to utilize AI for something like that, uh, you know, if they want to build things, write new programs, what have you, they would just have to have their own isolated instance. And that's not far away at all. No, I would agree with you on that. Um, and that's, and, and of course it'll be fucking cloud-based like everything else. You can't find anything anymore that's not rented, leased, cloud-based. Uh, yeah, because everybody wants to put things in the cloud and well, everybody, wants, everybody that, wants a subscription. Yeah, everybody wants that dollar, right? I mean, and my favorite is when you see something and it says, you know, $10 a month. And you're like, okay, well, that's not too bad. And then you you get in there and they're like, build annually. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you, you know, $120 now. And then three months in, uh, three months in deciding that uh, I don't like whatever this is, you know, uh, Adobe's got their thumb so far up my ass now that I can never get out. I unadobied myself. I broke out of the matrix. No way. Unadobied. Yes, sir. So, like, what do you use now? Uh, for photos, I use Affinity Photo. And okay. then for videos, I use uh, DaVinci. Oh, you've been using DaVinci, huh? Yeah. Neat. I've heard it's good. It's pretty it's, good. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty decent that it's got... It's got some pros and cons versus like Premiere. Um, I'll have to check out Affinity because I wouldn't mind getting out of the uh, the Adobe black hole myself. Um, Affinity is pretty good. It's a, it is a purchase, but it's one time. So. And that's, yeah, and I, and I don't mind paying for software. I really don't. I just don't know that I'm getting $60 a month out of uh Yeah, that's where I was. Adobe. I, I wasn't using it enough to... I mean, I still need it when I need it, but I wasn't using it enough to make it worth it. Right. Yeah, it works better for me, but yeah, sixty bucks, I'd probably be like, no. So yeah. you're doing the, you're just doing the photography thing for like twenty bucks a month or whatever it is. Yeah, and it's got some extra cloud storage added on, yeah. which that makes it worth it for me because by the time I pay for the cloud storage elsewhere, it's not much difference in price. Sure, absolutely, yeah. And I am, I could probably drop Premiere. Pro, which is the video editing software, because I I haven't been doing much video anymore. And to be honest with you, as silly as this sounds, my favorite video editor now is um, iMovie on my um, MacBook because it's for dumb people. <laughs> it's just drag and drop and it's super fucking easy. And typically all I'm doing is like trimming a video clip splitting and putting putting something in you know some effects things like that 
I'm not getting into really big heavy duty. I never did get into big heavy duty editing. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of how the uh, editor is in Windows 11 now. It's been great for simple things and it's free. So why not? I haven't checked that out. You know, now that you mentioned that, I never even thought of that, that uh, their their movie editor might have, excuse me, improved a bit. So um, I think that I, I like Premiere and I liked I liked learning and I liked playing with it, but I've got other shit to do with my energy right now and, and learning, you know, how to do movie editing is not, and Premiere is, I mean, it's, it truly is a, a professional piece of software. Like there are plenty of uh, commercial studios and stuff that, that use um, Adobe stuff. DaVinci, I think they are, uh, they're uh, resolve and they build, I think they make cameras, don't they? Like they, they, they make, yeah, movie they make red cameras. Oh, yeah. they make red. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. For those of you who don't know, red R E D not, not the cameras aren't red, but <laughs> they, uh, they are a very, very high end movie camera. I think they do a lot of the high speed, like the for the slow-mo Stanley stuff. cup of cameras. They are the Stanley <laughs> cup of, of cameras. That's yeah. That's how your bank account's going to look after you buy one. Red. <laughs> you're going to be, uh, <laughs> you're going to be in the red. Have you guys, do you guys ever watch, uh, they're just called the slow-mo guys, uh, like on YouTube. Yeah. Oh my God. I've watched them channel. in a hot minute though. That's yeah. Honestly, oh, it's I'm probably wrong. been a couple They don't years. make red. I'm they don't wrong. make red. I thought they did they too. They make blue. They make blue. They make the black magic black magic that's it black magic designs yeah 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 the uh slow-mo guys if if you've never checked them out they they're they're just that they're a team out of um the uk a couple of guys and one of them was in the military so they tend to do a lot with uh, firearms and one of my favorite is when they uh, projectiles in general actually one of my favorite things that they do is they will shoot into different things and then you'll get to see in very, very slow motion and very, very high quality, you'll get to see how the bullet reacts to different things. And it's, it's really, it's really cool. Um, they've done some jet engine firings and you get to see the way the, the gases and the, the fire chases the gases. It's, it's really neat. I've always been fascinated by slow-mo and time-lapse. Um, time-lapse has always been like, I remember when I was a kid, I saw a time-lapse of a, uh, like a, a plant growing, you know, from the seed and they'd have like a plexiglass side to the pot and you could see it, the roots grow and everything. And I was just, I was fascinated by it from that point. So you like um, slow-mo and fast-mo. Yeah. I like them. I like all the mows. Yeah. Fast, slow, it doesn't matter to me, buddy. Give me a good mo and stand back. So I've heard that about you. What's well, yeah. your mm -hmm. favorite drink of mojito? A mojito. I do like a good mojito, yeah. yeah. I like a good mojito. There's nothing wrong with a good mojito. Don't don't hate on the hito. I don't really drink much anymore, though. Pretty much at all. Um, Not any less. A little, little, little bit. I don't bit drink too. anymore. I don't drink, drink any, any less. less. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do drugs. Yeah, I, I still do, but I used to, too. Um yeah, I, Colorado, age, um, all of that stuff has kind of made it to where I just don't enjoy drinking anymore. So I don't either. Yeah, it's just not, doesn't do anything for me. I'll, 
I'll have a drink with dinner from time to time. Like if I'm out with people or if, uh, go to a concert, you know, I'll have a double on some ice just to, you know, mellow out, whatever. But yeah, my days of drinking, I've got friends that are constantly wanting me to go to, let's go drink. Let's go do a bar crawl. Let's go do all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't drink. <laughs> people understand when I say it's that. Told so, them that hmm? It's not so much the drinking. It's the older you get, the longer your recovery time is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's so you know. when you're like 22, you can go out to the bar, get trashed, get home at 430 in the morning, get two hours of sleep, wake up and go to work. Meanwhile, at, you know, knocking on the back door of 50, 50 yeah. you get inebriated and you spend the next four to five days feeling like <laughs> shit. That's after two drinks. <laughs> and that's kind of where it is. I, I really don't like being drunk anymore, though, either. Like, I, it's, it's you, you kind of feel out of control or I feel out of control when I'm drunk, right? Because you're not. You are out of control, right? And somewhere within that inebriated state, I start thinking to myself, this is going to hurt tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... That's concerts for me now. Yeah. 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 You say YOLO and <laughs> go in. And that's, you know, the, the two concerts, two, three concerts that um, Robbie and I went to, I got the same thing both times. I'd get a double on ice, double whiskey, bourbon on ice. And then I would just sip on that throughout the entire show, all two, three bands, you know? So I was mellow, but, and even then, even then the next day I was like, ugh, like not hung over in the sense of, oh God, I want to die, but just, you know, out of phase with the rest of the world, just didn't head hurt, dry, well, kinda, feel good. You yeah. know, when you're, when you're drinking, it's sort of like your liver kind of has to, okay, let me stop what I was doing before this. <laughs> and now let me process that alcohol. So it goes through, it processes the alcohol. And that's for the people that can even process alcohol because there mm -hmm. are some people that can't, uh, you know, and then it has to turn around and switch back to that function after it's taken a beating with alcohol. I feel like your liver's in there like, oh no, no, please let me, let me stop filtering your blood for all of the other things that I'm supposed to be doing, you know, by creation. And, and let me, uh, you know, deal with this poison you're guzzling down. No, 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 it's fine. It's, it's well, fine. I mean, yeah, if you had a passive aggressive liver. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, your liver is effectively your body's chemistry set. Um, no, no, you got, you got, you it's, got just uh, detox each week or something. It's doing a whole lot of things in the background and i can tell you from experience when you piss it off you're you're it, it's not happy about it and neither are you didn't you it's deal like a with a porcupine in the asshole it's, it's like not happy about it neither are you well. yeah it's it, well it's not just like a porcupine in the asshole it's like a porcupine doing the moonwalk in your asshole well, is it so? Is it going further in, or is it coming out? Oh, like, it's which going way further it go? in. It's just backing up. It's just beep, beep, beep. Oh, but all it's all it's it's sharp side first though, because it's yes. moonwalking. Exactly. Oh man, I got you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's where we took it. 
Yeah, but well, we're, we're coming up on an hour. I want to leave everyone <laughs> with this final piece of wisdom, which is uh, if, if everyone only requires you to give the last four of your social for anything, then how is it actually any safer? So just be paranoid. Do what? Uh, that's just what I was sense. thinking. Do what now? Yeah, exactly. So uh, the There's point of giving digits. only the last four of your social yeah. mm-hmm. is that it's safer. But if that's all that's ever required to mm-hmm. do anything, but it's not. How is it actually safer? Because there's like there's there's what five five more digits that they have to have. All they have are the last four, right? But there's five of their digits. Yeah, but every time they safe. ask you, they they ask it's you safe. to confirm the last four. So you if someone were to steal it, that's all they would need. <laughs> okay, I see where you're going with that. That's that is a weak argument, but I see where you're going with it. <laughs> it's I'm not a weak saying. argument at all. <laughs> it's just it, uh, like all these companies that sell your data. That oh, this is the street that he grew up on, and mm-hmm. the name of his first pet, and blah blah that's blah 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 blah. Shit. That's why I use Delete Me. We should be. I'm going to tell them they need to sponsor us, but then I just realized that I forgot to pay that bill. So that's why I use Delete Me as part of it, right? Because of what you just said. That's exactly. why you used to use Delete Me. That's why I used to use Delete Me until I forgot to pay for it this month. Um, it was supposed to renew, and I don't and like. Now they've renew. deleted him, and now they've deleted me. Yeah. So yeah, they sent a hitman to Dan's house to delete him from real life. Any subscriptions I put on a credit card versus a bank card. Because I don't know about you guys, but I have gotten hit with some, you know, $189. What the fuck is that? And I go digging and I'm like, oh, that thing I signed up for last year and completely fucking forgot about. Yeah, that. So at least if it hits me, it hits my credit card and doesn't make paying bills suddenly difficult. Yeah, let them take Amex's money. Don't let them take your fucking money. (laughs) Exactly, man. That is exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. (sighs) Well, gentlemen, what do you think? I usually don't. Nothing, because my meds are wearing off. <laughs> That's the best answer yet. <laughs> <laughs>